Hello and welcome to the Fancy Football Hangover Podcast, episode 24, where we wish you all a happy Colton Times Day. We celebrate the birth of Will by looking at the lavish lifestyles of footballers' parties. We do the usual look forward to game weeks 27 and 28, and we find out who's going loco with Mr. Socko. Come on. Welcome to day to you. That's copyright. We can't use that. So it's less than 30 seconds. I think we might get away with it. It's Will's birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Will. It's February the 15th. How many years old are you willing to reveal that? Four years. You happy with that? Feels old. Feels it, old. It's it, not as old as you two, but no. it does. No, but it's the kind of Premier League age, you know. It's retirement. It's, it's looking, looking, looking dropping down a league or two, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Maybe. Feel like Gareth Barry. <laughs> hey, Gareth Barry. In Still playing, though, isn't he? Yeah. So welcome. Uh, so yeah, we are in a we are in a pub in London's famous Soho. Soho. Um, so there is music. There is noise. So forgive us if it's not the best audio quality. But, but just we're, imagine we need to be in a pub so lovely. Yep. with wooden floors and fine ale and it's a beautiful Friday afternoon it's a beautiful pub called Crown and Two Chairman on Dean Street and we should also oh. shout out to Electronic Outlet who <laughs> <Tom laughs> saved us from a minor technical uh, error which PC World Curry's PC World could not save us from so yeah definitely no thanks like, to don't, them don't ever go to Curry's PC World always go to Electronic Outlet on top of Quarry thank you guys we're in the world Electronic, Electronic Outlet, outlet. <laughs> <laughs> So this is episode 24, chaps, as well as birthday boy Will. We've got Rob here. 24, yeah. 24, 34. Yeah. I'm nearly 44. I'm not. No, you're not. It, it sounds day. better. One day. It rhymes nicely. Yeah. Um, we should talk a little bit about fantasy football since no, we're on this, this show. We've been away for so long. It, it does feel a long, long time, doesn't it? My birthday weekend is always FA Cup fifth round, so it's always quite oh, an interesting okay. weekend for me in terms of there's interesting football on, but in terms of FPL, there's never any FPL. Yeah, and I guess you're not that wedded to the teams in it generally. Forest no, Forest never really get through to the fifth, fifth round. round. Yeah. I've actually got nice. you. I, uh, so Rich and I got you a present, oh. which uh, hasn't arrived. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I found I got an email today, so I, I made my own version of it. So you have to use your imagination. The real version okay. will arrive eventually. Here you go. Uh, there it is. It's uh, a lovely pint glass. So, yeah, with maybe. A personalised message. Can you read the message? So maybe for the says, benefit of the listeners. It's written in Tipex on a Stella glass. It says, Happy B Day, Will, Rich. And Rob, FFHO forever. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, we, we got your personalised um, beer tankard, and then I went to look at the delivery status today, and they went, "That's too many characters. <laughs> you can't have that message." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the week Next, of uh, fails, isn't it? There will be a belated present when we next record. That's fine. Well, we Thank do. you very much. We it's actually have guys. another part uh, of a present for you. We could hold it back to plan. the end of the salary reveal, okay, yeah, but, let's hold it but let's let's hold it back. So, listeners, stay tuned for the second exciting installment of Will's birthday <laughs> present. Um, so, because it's a uh, double week of kind of, there's two, there's midweek games next week and then there's a weekend of fixtures on there. Yeah, right, yes. It is right, yeah. So FA Cup in the weekend. FA Cup this weekend, then we go into weekend fixtures straight into Monday, Tuesday. Oh, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. That's right, yes. I knew that they was clustered. So we're doing, it's a bit of a bumper episode. Yeah. With, um, we can be concentrating two game weeks. So game week 27, 27 and, and 28. 28. Just yeah. a heads up there. And all you people out there, we spoke about it a lot last time, who have signed Aguero, who's the most transferred in player. He's not playing in the next game week. He blanks. 200,000 people have signed him in. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I kind of get it in that they want him in their teams, but... Just wait a week. Yeah, just wait a week. Just hold off. Yeah. Also, what if he gets injured in, in FA Cup duty or anything like that? You know, those yeah. uh, against Newport. Oh, yeah, that would be a fun show, it? Yeah. 
So who knows what's going to happen? What a man. Um, how did you both get on last week or the, whenever it was? Was it last weekend? Or Honestly, we going forward? I did, yeah. right. I think I beat you both, didn't I? I can't remember. I think you it was Tyro. You, you, you had Guerrero. Yeah. Swine. Um, I, I had blonde. Salah captain. I, yeah, I did, I did all right. Above average. I had... Um, you did pretty well, Rich. Yeah, I got... I had uh, Obangyman, Rashford and Sane who scored a combined total of zero points, which was uh, wonderful. Where were your big points from? You got... You did Salah as captain. Yeah, I uh, went. Robertson, I think, did all right. Yeah, because I went against my own and peers of Boxer Rebellion's rule of saving my captain for a treat. Ah, uh, yeah. I went with the majority rule of Salah, and I was toying with Sterling, and so I was kicking myself a little bit. But there you go. You t- did you take point here? No, no, you didn't. I okay, so you it. got sixty-nine, I got sixty-six. Rich got uh, sixty-five. So oh, so I think you took a point. I did take a point. Yeah, here. So yeah. I'm sixty-one. I'm saving mine for the trial of eleven players yeah. on the blank game. Week. That's yeah, the same. So we can get onto that later. We will indeed. We will. So first of all, we should look forward to six and sixty. We always should. Let's look forward. So I have gone for Jamal Lascelles, uh, 4.6 mil, so they Newcastle got some good fixtures. I actually think they're going to get some clean sheets coming up. And then it's Ricardo Pereira for Leicester, 5.3 mil. He's got Palace uh, first off and then Brighton. Lovely. Well, I've gone for a bangy man. Um, Arsenal have got a couple of tasty home fixtures against Southampton and Bournemouth, and it's about time he started scoring again. And then also a fellow forward, Bobby Reed of Cardiff, who scored 13 points in his last home game. He's only 5.2 million, and he's got Watford at home and Everton at home before Wolves away and West Ham at home. Lovely. I've gone for West Ham's Alan Anatovic, who's 6.8 million and has got Fulham, Man City, and Newcastle next, and he's only owned by 6.6%. And then I've gone for a keeper. The wonderfully named Ruo Pedros dos Santos Patricio, 4.5 million, <laughs> 8.8% yeah. owned, Bournemouth, Huddersfield and Cardiff next. Lovely. Oh, oh. I actually, I did look at Arnautovic, um, but I kind of backed down in terms of, because they've got Man City. Yeah. Second game, game week 28, I looked at it. I had that. Because they've got Fulham, so, you know, Fulham obviously leaking goals. Goals got all. It's a bit of a fun. now that West Ham, pretty much everyone's back fit again, so it's like, it looks like, oh, could be doing well, but I, I backed down at the last minute. Yeah, there's something that doesn't make you trust West Ham players. I had Felipe Anderson, I got him just after he yeah. was really good yes. and held him for about four game weeks. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure. Fabianski, yeah. great, brilliant. Yeah, always him. Yeah, but the rest, Arnie. Arnie's price has really dropped now because it's 6.8 million. Oh, was that one point? Yes. I think it was up 7.1. Yeah, I think it's take a punt, and sometimes if you get them before they run a form, you feel like a genius. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Might be wrong. Hark back to Gary's Bellends in game week one. Luke yeah. Shaw, Luke Shaw, triple captain. Yeah, amazing. We did a hero. Last week, I think, didn't we? Tip went really well. I've got them written down. So yeah, fantastic. Mane got uh, eight points. Heaton three. Lacazette nine. Pogba sixteen. Can I just say Lacazette and Pogba were my two tips? Uh, uh, nice. Gone well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Peltier two and Son six. So Dude, a total of over thirty. Peltier should have got all the bonus points. It's one of them. Right? Did you see we saved it? the line twice yeah. yeah I was patting myself on the back and they so nearly got a clean sheet didn't they? Ah, I was like, yeah, well they he was an absolute hero Pilsy in that game yeah, yeah. he was yeah. I've sort of always had him on the periphery of like shall I bring him in <laughs> if I needed to save some money I might but he's one of those people that you don't necessarily need to bring him in but if you've got him great yeah if you've got him you just hold on to him great bench warmer a bit like that bent the wreck Southampton I don't know if I bring him in but like if I had him you just keep hold yeah. did you hear what our old friend Sarri said about, allegedly said about Alonso I don't know there <laughs> <laughs> was something along yeah, the lines yeah they had a bus of, him yeah. Alonso, didn't they he said something along the lines of you need to find another job because you don't, clearly don't know how to play football Crikey, wow. stop looking at your lovely hair in the mirror so yeah. much stop he was awful against City I know the whole team were without exception but he, he, was, was, he, he looked lost he looks like he's drifting around I think I've said it before he just looks like he's trying to create space for other players and, and just running in to detract defend or distract defenders is that not co- like surely he needs to be coached into where he's meant to be playing well, he knew where like, he was under Conte didn't yeah, he you yeah. know he was fantastic and he was great at the beginning of the season like 
It's very strange. You don't suddenly become a bad player. There's, no. He's being played out of position and doesn't has, isn't being told where to play and who to play to. And yeah. it's, that's the problem. It's tricky times for Sarri at the moment, isn't it? People keep yeah. saying the next game, his job's yeah. riding on it. And I, yeah, and, and it's, it's ironic that thing about Kante. The week before, he got a couple of assists, didn't he? I know it's against Huddersfield, but... Everyone's banging on about him being played out of position. But yeah, as soon as anything goes wrong, that's the first thing. Why don't you just play Kante yeah. as central uh, defensive midfielder? I mean, it, it, it does feel like they should, obviously. But there, there was a good a good point made, I can't remember who it was, during the commentary of Chelsea Man City, was, was that they just make the same changes every week. Right. So like every time they substitute, it's always um, Kovacic or... Um, Mark Barkley, 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 yeah. Every time. It's like the same subs, and it's like, if you're losing 4-0, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, because the ground of desperate change. We had it at Arsenal for so long that Wenger would always make substitutions on the 70th minute and they'd always be the ones you predict and they became so ineffective by the end, it's so frustrating. And as soon as you see him lining up for the like 68 minutes ticks over and then yeah. the best comes off, you're just like, here we go again. Wouldn't it be good if the manager could bring themselves on as a 12th player? <laughs> just be an unwritten rule. If you're losing <laughs> after, be the best? after 70 minutes. Who would be the best? Pep would still be pretty good. Eddie Howe? He's yeah. quite young, isn't he? Or did he have knee yeah. issues? He'd still be quite good, though, wouldn't he? He'd be the worst. Roy. Big Roy. Roy Hodgson. <laughs> bless him. Oh, He's Roy! Roy. Yeah. Right, Pellegrini Roy. wouldn't be too great. I think Roy would get knocked off the ball quite easily. Oh, bless. <laughs> That's so good. Well, That's such a good idea. Yeah, oh. just every now and then, if you're losing, 75th minute, you're allowed to come on and just be the, the 12th player. And there are some managers that would be desperate to do that as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely oh. desperate. They literally, you know, they whip off their suits and they have full kit underneath. It's only Pulisic. Player manager era seems to have completely faded. It's so sad, isn't is it? it? Still allowed? Is it? A, yeah, yeah. I think you still get it in the lower leagues, right. like particularly when you drop down below League One. But it was a Premier League thing. Like Lombardi did it, didn't he? At, oh, at Palace. Palace. Yeah. I think Pierce did it at Forest. That's a good thing to work for one day. Player managers. Yeah. That's the list. Yeah. Was um the guy at Harchester United and the Dream Team was he ever player manager? Carl Fletcher. Sure, Carl Fletcher. Sex, glamour, goals, yeah. it was had it all. It had everything. It was like, amazing. Yeah, they literally like they won the FA Cup and then their goalkeeper got shot at Wembley, <laughs> lifting the cup. Got, like, literally killed by a sniper. <laughs> it was basically Hollyoaks meets. It was like WWE meets. Uh, Hollyoaks meets yeah. football, yeah. yeah right. So good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I've got a salary for you, chaps. Yeah. And this one is, I don't know if you saw the news in the last couple of days that Ravel Morrison, do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way, wayward bad boy Ravel Morrison. England's hope. Yeah. Yeah, one cap, one. I think he's got one cap, am I right? One cap, one goal, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just signed for Ostersunds uh, in Sweden. Right. Okay. And he's had a bit of a checkered journeyman career. Yeah. Obviously, he's a West Ham for a while, Man United youngster. I just wondered if you could name any of the other clubs he's played for. Oh, that's a great. So I'll, great I'll give question. you the start. So the first, the first. So he started out at United, um, and he moved to West Ham yeah. in uh, 2012. He's had several loan spells. He's been abroad, and uh, as of this month, he's just signed for Ostersunds. So have a think. Okay, Harchester United. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? He would fit Harchester. Yeah. He reeks of like Trabs Bond's floor. <laughs> <laughs> One of those turkey Um Or I, I feel like Oxford Belgium United or Norwich or. He's done the rounds yeah. in and out of loan clubs in the UK as well as a little further. I sort of feel like yesterday. he did a championship stint at a sort of a, a home counties or a London sort of side, like a Reading or somewhere like that would be. You're, uh, you're on the right track yeah, there, Will. Yeah, you're I on the right feel track. Like that there were a few places like that that he went to. Yeah, Mullet um, over for a yeah. while and um, we'll come there's, back. Uh, there's several clubs so to we'll, go for so, so we'll, we'll revisit that at the end and we also might at some point need to come up with a new name for oh, Sarri but we'll come that. on to that, we'll yeah. to that in correspondence uh, yeah that yeah. is not an issue we will address indeed so before that let's talk about this week's theme on best of worst of oh wow 
Okay, so this week's theme in honour of William's birthday celebrations is parties. Uh, we thought we'd look at um, Christmas parties, player celebrations, uh, nights out kind of vibes. So, did you guys have anything exciting? Yeah, uh, most of mine were worst holes uh, because there was a slight element of tragedy or yes, a very much slightly like crude nature. If you Google footballers parties Christmas parties or yeah. parties in general it tends to be the ten most horrific yeah, yeah. Yeah. which is en- entertaining reading um, I had one best did yeah. you have any best I, um, yeah I did have a best it was fun so heart your mind back we, we often talk about Arsenal 1996 when, when Wenger took over uh, well, he t- did he take over in 95 or, but anyway 96 okay so this was Wenger's first Christmas scan back to that and obviously he brought in a host of foreign talent who conflicted with the um, homegrown talent who were used to boozing constantly and we've heard stories of that in the past from Ray Parler and, and all sorts of, uh, of stories there but um, Wenger was very confused when the players came to him and asked him if they could have a Christmas party he just did not understand the concept <laughs> of that could not understand why they'd want to go out and he'd come from Japan a lot, yeah, so. a lot of persuading and Tony Adams led the line on that persuasion um, and Lee Dixon tells a story that um, at this Christmas party uh, Patrick Vieira who was 21 at the time yeah. turned up in his car and the players were like absolutely horrified at this like <laughs> what are you doing in your car so they immediately as took in, his car so he have a drink. Yeah, as in he wouldn't okay. drink. He didn't like drive his car into the no, 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 no. So he right. dri- <laughs> turned up in his car, so like therefore wouldn't be able to drink. So Lee Dixon and, and Co. stole his car keys off him and uh, and forced him to drink. And within a couple of hours, he was dancing on the table and having a great time. Nice. But it was I really liked the idea of him just like being <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. What do you mean he's shown up in his car? Such a, such a British <laughs> Who do you think sort of, you are? Yeah, like, what are you doing? And that supposed to summed have up the Venga kind of early days. The, yeah, the conflict yeah. between what culture those, clash. The culture clash, indeed. Right? And I just, I absolutely love that. So I then also love the idea of the era dancing on the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that venue's got to have a really high ceiling, hasn't it? Yeah. So, to accommodate that to the era dancing on the table. And now I reckon at every party he is always on the table. <laughs> you know? Life and soul, yeah. hosting the party. Yeah. I um, I had a good one. Um, Roberto Firmino. I think I sent you guys actually in advance, but yeah. Roberto Firmino recently celebrated his 27th birthday right. um, and there is uh, a lady in Liverpool, a Brazilian lady called Susana Gomez who's got a company called Dream Parties Decor and basically she has uh, just do small events and then she sort of found her niche catering for Brazilian footballers in Liverpool I mean, which, that is niche. Well it's niche but there's, Zinho, it's, it's, there's money there, yeah. it's a massive revenue stream as they would like to yes. say um, but there, she did his 27th birthday. only needs to do one of those a year and she's fine Well she does, she does Roberto she does Fabinho she does Alison she does yeah. the wives I mean she does the kids as well right but some of the pictures um, she does everything so she creates everything but there were pictures of Roberto's party and it was basically this it was all gold and black themed so gold balloons black balloons gold tables and then there were just huge pictures of Roberto Fabinho everywhere like diamond chandeliers um, everything was monogrammed RF in gold all the food it just looked like this this obscenely indulgent it was his 27th but I think culturally obviously it's a bit different in Brazil how you celebrate a party as in the UK it's probably not quite as obscene as we would see it I mean culturally footballers are just tend to be obscene another world it reminded me a little bit of um, what's the goalkeeper's house you visited Steve Simonson Steve Simonson yeah Yeah. a big mural of him and his wife yes there was a talking of which there's a little section in Peter Crouch's autobiography where he talks about the Grey Goose wanker Yes. the culture of footballers getting the bottle of oh, Vegas yeah. to the table and just waiting for mainly girls yes. to come over and join in the celebration yes. well, so I, 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 I went on a stag do in the last summer where 
we were Gregory's bankers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, oh, fireworks in the in the yeah. vodka bottle. Yeah. I hated myself so much. I hated all of them. Yeah. I didn't really. No, you didn't. It was fun at the time. I had one best of as well, which was harking back to the original days of football coming home, pre Euro 96. Oh, the dentist, dentist chair. chair. Oh, of course. And it was pretty wild. Was where just, were they? In the USA? They were in Hong Kong and China. Oh, yeah, playing yeah. some warm up games. They beat China 3 0 in Beijing and then they won a 1 0 game against Hong Kong. And apparently it was just pretty hedonistic place to be at the end of colonial British colonial rule and the parties were pretty wild yeah. and there's a little section I found did they get in a fight they got arrested well they kind of took over a room and there was a bar called the China Jump and uh, apparently any girl ordering a, a, a multiple screaming orgasm um, was handcuffed to the beer tap while the bartender mixed a cocktail in his pants and she lay on the bar with a glass between her legs it's absolutely horrendous wow so I imagine that happens a lot now right um, honestly <laughs> Oh, 20, 20 I mean, it's, it's, it's back in the day when these things weren't as easily shared, right? So there's probably plenty of yeah. horrific stories. Wow. But yeah, it's just about them taking over a room and the dentist chair and spitting beer on each other and shoving tequila down their throats. And then the celebration after Gaza's goal in Scotland. My yeah. favourite part of that is Steve, Steve McManaman miming, pouring a drink. <laughs> He didn't have a drink, but he just squeezed his own wrist like he was milking a cow. That's so good. That's brilliant. Two two years later, after that, a sort of equally raucous party, which I don't don't remember this happening, but on my research, it looked at it. It was Liverpool's, I think they have, they every year will do fancy dress parties. They go out on the streets of Liverpool in fancy dress. And uh, there's a a story about Jamie Carragher dressed as a hunchback. Of that. Yeah, I found Getting it. caught with a bunch of strippers and some whipped cream. There's not much detail that I could get into. Uh, he, was enjoy- the- he was eating the whipped yes, cream, right? But the right, other right. details are more important. So the other details are John Barnes was stood in the DJ booth at the time looking concerned. <laughs> and then, but better still for me, Michael Owen was stood in the corner with his hands in his pockets looking down and looking scared. <laughs> oh, that's Brilliant. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. brilliant. I don't understand. Don't make me, make me do it. Don't make me watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch a scene. That's great. The Liverpool um, fancy dress theme carries through, doesn't it? Yeah. There's the famous uh, was Crouchy on his podcast talks about the full shark costume. Yeah, and Stevie Gerrard in a wheelchair. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Oh, the mobility yeah. vehicle. Yeah. 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 With the flat a, cap like, and the pipe and prosthetics. Yeah, prosthetics. Fantastic. I, I, I once convinced two friends that it would be hilarious when we were hosting a house party in Liverpool actually which is where I went to Liverpool, uh, university that they should leave halfway through the party go downstairs to our friends who live in the basement dress up as old men and return <laughs> and it, it still fills us all with shame because it was just pathetic we just put some talcum powder in their hair got on a tweed jacket and a flat hat and everyone was just like well, why, do you, why do you smell of charity shops and talcum powder why are you wearing are you those wigs clothes it was just such a fail so I didn't talk of anyone yeah. dressed as an old man just makes I me feel like fancy dress all round so at a university yeah. I had a horrible experience of going to a controversial bar call where you had to go something a, a controversial figure oh, I, went, okay. I went to Steve Irwin with a stingray through my chest which is horrible but, but still not except could have been there worse. was some really bad ones I, I mean, Superman in a wheelchair like he I went and stole a wheelchair from the hospital and got and like hired a Superman costume and then my friend I'm not even going to say what the worst one was but my friend went as a used tampon oh. and so he got a load of cotton wool and some red food dye and like put it covered himself in it but he drove us to to <laughs> someone else's house to start the party and his car was covered in cotton wool for the rest of the like, time it needed there, was, there were some really bad ones and like we actually ended up getting a police escort from the first pub to the second pub as a result like it was really awful and I, I never can't again. go into any of that but um, yeah oh yeah that's not, I had a good I had another good worst off from West Ham in 2001 oh yeah I oh yeah where West Ham defender Hayden Fox yes. uh, got a 2,000 pound fine after their Chris, Christmas party in 2001 he was fined for urinating in the VIP area of Sugary the club in London yeah. and another player was alleged to have vomited all over the venue and uh, their manager at the time Glenn Rader called the police hoping it would put a stop to it <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Rhoda 
Half Eagle, which yeah. is a 2.7 percent. Um, I've gone light, light, light yeah. I've got Friday, night, I've Friday got, night, Rich. Well, Friday afternoon, <laughs> and I'm taking the light and put it in front of weights. That's probably a better description of me. So, a 2.7 is great. Uh, what do you think of the pale, guys? You know, no strangers to it, I'm sure. Yeah, I love Camden Pale. It's good. It's very drinkable. It's got that slightly sort of that bite that just makes me want to keep drinking it. My um, my beer that I brewed. Regular listeners of the show will know that I did some homebrew. Yeah, have you got them? It's yeah, when's ready, ready for bottling this weekend, so I'm going to put do some bottling hopefully on Sunday. Um, I've got some big birthday plans for the weekend, so I might not have time, but it might be an evening jobby next week. But, uh, and then it will be ready in two weeks' time after that. But okay. so we should definitely we'll do an unveiling on the, on the sort show. Of edging closer, it's sort of a, yeah. a mid-March release potentially. Yeah. But anyway, back back to best of worst of because we haven't quite finished. I was just desperate yeah. for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I, I had one quite interesting worst of about that. I remember reading this somewhere um, about the '66 England World Cup team. Oh yeah, and what they did on the day and what they did that evening. Maybe it's on a documentary. Um, and they ended up at the Royal Garden Hotel, so the end of High Street, Ken. Yeah, which was packed, as you can imagine. The photos are quite interesting. Actually, they're worth looking up. They could barely get in, and they were going for their victory meal, as it was called. Yeah. And their wives and girlfriends were sat in a separate room. And weren't wow. allowed to eat them. Oh wow! And, and the, the, like, the surviving players just talk about how bizarre that was at the time, even yeah. though that was kind of how life was a little bit then, in terms of you know dividing sports men from their wives and yeah. girlfriends but how bizarre would that be it's really just odd, got to the end it? of the tournament you won it the whole country is buzzing yeah and you're not allowed the person you know the person you love is in the other room sort of looking at you from a distance wow very odd but there's some good stories about that about the ones that went on into the night into soho and yeah yeah it's, it's, it's worth digging into actually yeah. i mean it must have been incredible yeah, i'm working i'm working my way through um the frank clark horse podcast at the moment oh, of course yeah podcast that he kindly gifted me uh a copy of his autobiography, black, black and white and red all over, <laughs> and uh, it's it's great so far. I'm, I'm sort of half, nearly halfway through, I think, but um, you know, incredible career and uh, just uh, very interesting in terms of when he's won stuff and yeah, the past and things like that. I, I can't think of any individual stories right now, but I'll, right. uh, I'll have a think. Who would you? This is a question we put out on Instagram. Who would you have, like to have a beer or a party with, footballer? Yeah, I mean, we've done. We've talked we talked. We did talk beer. about. Uh, going for a beer with, but having a party with someone's different, isn't it? I think party animal-wise. Well, I've said I've, I've had a, I've had a little dance with Peter Crouch and having fancy at a party before. Yeah, Crouchy would be yeah, great. Would value, be wouldn't it's the one. I think it's the ones who have retired or near retirement, in my opinion. Because one, that that era of their career that's yeah. so different from how it is now. And two, they've got less to lose, so maybe more to reveal. Yeah, I, that's I think true. Ian Wright would be good. If Ian Wright had a couple of drinks, oh, let his hair down. And there'd be some good stories there yeah. about their glory days of Palace and Arsenal and his sort of you know slightly rollercoaster career with England and his his media career and yeah, yeah and starting late and being shunned for a long time and actually another David Beckham a couple of glasses of red wine with David Beckham and yeah, he, he was to reveal, reveal a few I think Gary Nicholby and so yeah my um, yeah. my 
so where I'm from, Loughton in Essex, originally there's a couple of gardeners' arms at the top of the, top of the road, and uh, there's a, it's a lovely old, lovely old boozer in the forest. And um, Teddy Sheringham used to go there a lot, Edward, and uh, he, yeah, Edward Sheringham, and he, well, my sister used to go there a lot, and in fact worked there, and uh, he he stayed for lock-ins and stuff like that. Yeah. And actually, I bet he could hold his drink. Yeah, he could oh, hold his drink and was quite a partier. But um, one night, actually, my sister and her friends ended up playing Scrabble with Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> Not sure if he yeah. had. Yeah. They played Scrabble with Teddy Sheringham. I don't think he was particularly good. I mean, I think it was mainly three and four letter words, but. It's not a wild I, I think it was also quite a boozy night, so I can't imagine they were like. One of my favourite things about Teddy Sheringham, when he used to play for England, the Times would always list him on the team sheet as E. Sheringham. Brilliant. We're not going to call him by his nickname, it's Edward. I will use his proper name and that's that. I read something um, the other day after PSG's match against Manchester United that Marco Verratti, the Italian midfielder, is renowned as... Um, a, a party boy which you don't really get these days no, no. Like in the modern game and there was a big article about how he how he smokes really? he likes to drink he goes out probably five nights out of seven in the week wow. but he still that's why I think he only played like 60 or 70 minutes against United because he wasn't it's slightly off piece but Andre Agassi was a big smoker that is entirely yeah. Him, yeah. you know it's I, some people get away with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's made throughout. Yeah, literally throughout. And uh, yeah, I mean, quite a, bit, quite a few footballers have, and I'm sure, um, I'm sure, like Eddie Irvine, and I mean, Formula One drivers certainly. Like he was certainly a party animal. Jensen Button was in the early period of his career, wasn't he? Big, big yeah, he was. We're going to start get away with that. Slightly off piece. The um, the England Ashes cricket team. Yeah, oh, of celebration. course. Yeah, the good party. <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah, Freddie Flintoff would be yeah. good value on a night yeah. out, wouldn't he? One one I, I came across who I actually would be probably quite good for uh, on the night out was uh, Emmanuel Boué. Oh yeah. So yeah. Emmanuel Boué obviously had a very checkered kind of career at Arsenal. It's real highs, like significant lows when he came on against Wigan and was so appalling he was substituted again. Um, that is bad. I mean, it, it's to a That's chorus a of booze and like. But um, I, I remembered. Well, I was told by a friend of the show. A story that I recalled um, about Emmanuel Bouet, Gilberto Silva uh, was, was Arsenal captain up here and he organised a Christmas party at his house. Gilberto was sort of famed for playing the mandolin as well, so I imagine it was quite a sedate affair. Um, but Emmanuel Abue uh, turned up in full Tiger costume and when apparently he went into Gilberto's house and then spent the whole night hiding behind a door until all the rest of the players arrived in non-fancy dress way it should be said and spend the rest of the night leaping around and roaring like a tiger and you just think so really like I remember when he used to come on he had this really like exuberant start to the pitch where he'd run off run to the corner flag like wave at the crowd and then run back and I've got this vivid memory of an end of season celebration I can't remember which year it was probably a year Arsenal won nothing but he did the traditional lap of honour could have been any year yeah, well most of the last ten um, but Boué he started he threw his shirt into the crowd which is great and then he also decided to throw his shorts into the crowd so he's kind of doing his lap of honour wow. in his pants uh, and he each part of the lap each time he got a further quarter around the pitch he seemed to have another child attached to him so like at one point like, he's, one of his kids ran out and he was holding her and then another one did I'm sure by the end of it he had about five kids and I just like he's such a strange character but when I was looking up the details of the Gilberto story, he I had no idea about his current situation. So he, he was at Arsenal until 2011, and he left. He went to Galatasaray for five years. Relatively successful, ran, won a lot. Um, and then he may have been released and he ended up signing for Sunderland and he got into this this dispute about unpaid wages to an agent and he was banned from football for a year. So during that year, Sunderland released him and then he got into this, this messy divorce with his wife and he's actually only got three children, not five sadly. Must have been cousins, nieces, nephews, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he lost everything. 
Uh. Lost, lost everything he had. Is okay with this? Now, this is current. This is live now. So apparently his house has been his house in his mansion in Hampstead, which from his Arsenal time has been reclaimed. He lives in there with uses very little electricity, washes his hands by clothes, turns the lights out so the bailiffs won't come. It just sounds wow. insane. And occasionally sleeps on a friend's floor on a mattress just so he's not there when they come to try and get everything. He says he hasn't got enough money to pay the lawyers to represent him. You sort of feel sorry for... I do, no, I do ultimately feel sorry for him, but he had obviously had some bad advice and bad... Yeah. You know, they're earning so much money, it's very hard to believe that you could... I read, I really think he said... Yeah, yeah it, it, he was sending millions home as well at the time. So, yeah. it's a sad story, but it was supposed to be a positive one, a best of, in fact, with the right, yeah. Definitely not. Um, Happy birthday, yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Let's the let's raise. Thanks for ruining <laughs> my birthday, guys. Sorry, Will, yeah. but maybe some of our correspondents can yes. can peak well, enthusiasm nice. again. Yeah. Absolutely. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. So yeah, if you want to get in touch, if you've ever seen a footballer out having a good time, let us know. Or in your pub, local pub, having a drink or misbehaving. Yeah, have you ever played Scrabble with Teddy Sheringham? <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I was talking about this week's topic to someone who will probably remain nameless, and they were saying uh, that they used to work in Shoreditch, and they saw Robert Huth in the pub, four pints deep, uh, when Leicester were in town playing a London club, and he was not in the squad because of illness. Oh, so there's a little bit of gossip for you. Anything like that, Scandals. send it yeah, in. Tell us. So uh, Susan Shaw sent us in. I don't know if you saw it. It was only yesterday, Valentine's Day. Um, but uh, Susan Shaw sent us um, the image of Carlton Cole that he put up on Twitter. Did you guys see that? <laughs> I did see that. Um, so Carlton Cole, for Valentine's Day, posted a photo of a him holding a tray of items, including an iron and some like cleaning products. Some stock. Cubes. Oxo cubes and a bottle of champagne and then he said happy Carlton Times Day yes. <laughs> everyone yes. so that was his Valentine's message so what is the modern man suggesting basically I'm going to get my wife and girlfriend to go and do some stuff for me no it was like a tray that he was presenting oh, to people it was just really was odd was he not trying to imply that he was the one doing no the I think no it, 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 it looked like, like a gift it looked like breakfast in bed sort of thing he was oh, taking it up to someone like it was basically yeah. well I could be wrong Carlton Cole I'm not inviting him to not party. no he's not coming but um, well he might yeah anyway um, so yeah thank you for that that was ridiculous and then a, a really lovely story which is utterly utterly crazy and, but, but brilliant from, uh, from a chap called Gary sent us um, about Scott Cunliffe I don't know if you saw this who is a Burnley fan and so he he spent a long time working in Indonesia and East Timor and other countries and, and had quite a lot quite witnessed a lot of horrors in those times and, and is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and um, to sort of help his recovery um, he's, he, he quit his job in, in whatever he was doing there I think he was doing charity work and he quit his job and has um, this season been running to every Burnley away game oh wow so last weekend the 19th the 9th of February um, they played Brighton and that's the longest run of the the season I think it was 277 miles so he ran for however many days I, I don't know Thankfully, they won 3-1. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, he so, yeah, he's raising money for charity. So his name is Scott Cunliffe, and he's running to all the away games. And over Christmas, they played, I think they played Tottenham and Arsenal within the space of about five days. But he always has to start at Turf Moor. Uh, so crikey. he had to go back. He, thankfully, he didn't run back. <laughs> but he got great. the train back to, to Turf Moor and then ran back down to London again. Like, so he is doing incredible things for charity. That's so, amazing. Like, and and, and he's, you should follow him on Instagram and Twitter. We'll post all the socials and, and rate and give him some money. I, I'm definitely going to be donating. Yeah, but like, oh, amazing, but also great. Going, and, and, and I should say, <laughs> I think I did mention that the Brighton game, they won 3 1. So good, good that Burnley yeah. got a victory there. I, I think I heard somewhere that. Um, 
They were second only to Man United in the, oh, the, the form table area. after the, over yeah, the past seven games. It's amazing. What, what a difference Tom Heaton makes. Yeah, yeah, well yeah or, or Joe Hart doesn't make. Honestly, it's. I had um, something in from uh, Nick from Grimsby who yeah. was uh, talking about um, a celebration oh, by Sheffield United oh, so, so this is great right so their, their striker Billy Sharp scored a hat-trick um, last weekend and his celebration is in honour of Mick Foley of Mankind and Cactus Jack fame yeah. in WWE WWF where he pulls a sock from his pants um, puts it on his hand and then puts it in the mouth of a teammate the mandible claw Cool. <laughs> cool. Mr. Soccer. Yes, um, Mr. And it was picked up, it went viral on social media. Did he get booked for that? I don't know, I don't think he did because it was a consenting teammate rather than a. I imagine if he'd rammed it down an opposition <laughs> throw, <laughs> it might have been <laughs> easily bookable. But the upshot of it is that um, Sheffield United got in touch with uh, Mick Foley on social media and he is going to one of their home yeah. games in yeah. March. He responded straight away. Which is amazing. A couple of weeks ago, he responded saying, I love this or something like that and retweeted it. I remember seeing it. But now he's actually yeah, after the hat trick he's been invited to one of the games and he's going it's oh, a lovely story I've actually I actually read I've read Man Mick Foley's autobiography it's oh really reading. I bet it's very it is. good reading there's I mean he's an incredible um, I guess athlete yes let's go with athlete but uh, has taken a lot of abuse over the years yeah. in the art of his wrestling you know right. taking uh, sort of tables to the back and all sorts of crazy stuff. And oh, he was he, famous for whereas, the Where wrestling is known as being fake, he is definitely not fake. Right. <laughs> he has broken a lot of bones and very interesting character. I uh, yeah, would thoroughly recommend his book. So it's the uh, Sheffield United Brentford game. He's going to be their guest of honour. I mean, so he's going to be a thrill. Yeah, <laughs> Bramall Lane. Yeah. Look yeah. out! I mean, United, oh, are flying. United are flying. Right? They're, they're, they're the outsider for the chapter. I think they're probably going to probably going to go up. Yeah. They've come out of nowhere, really, and maybe it's all down to uh, Mick Foley and Billy Maybe. Sharp but um, I, the other thing we should mention is uh, I touched on it earlier that obviously with the pressure on Sari yeah. we have a feature mm-hmm. called Sarri. Sarri I Haven't a Clue based entirely on Sari and my fear is if he gets fired that is now kind of he's not exactly a Premier League legend that we could no, refer no. to in years to come do you think he will? So on the cards, goes, I think. we kind of need a replacement name for Sarah Hammond Clue. So opening that out to you, I have already opened it out on Twitter and lots of people got in touch. It was quite funny actually, but please do get in touch if you have any alternative names for Sarah Hammond Clue. So, you know, we've had, so Techie FPL got in touch and uh, said it's a knockout, which is very good. good. Uh, yeah, um, very good. Neil Perini, question of Laporte. Beg your pardon? Question of Laporte. Laporte, the man says, there's a question of Laporte, question of Laporte. Uh, that's not. So, that's clearly not so good. Um, I, I had Hughes line is it anyway, which was I guess Mark Hughes is obviously not. Yeah, you can do Will Hughes anymore. maybe. Will Hughes, yes, yeah. um, obviously we've got Seri. He, he's an of alternative. Of course, yeah. Seri, I have a clue. We also have Shari, Shah, Shari. I have a clue. Yeah. Uh, that was that was from Bobby Love. Thank you, Robert. So, uh, yeah, we have a few, few funny names. Must in. be an Eddie Howe one, right? How's he done? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Something with the Howe. If yeah. he does go, we need to replace him, because that could be the... Oh, yeah, the it could be a bullshit. It could be great. Yeah, that would yeah. be the dream, I hope he doesn't. I, he doesn't chew the cigarette butts as much. Uh, no, he, he was. I, I saw it in oh, the, uh, right? yeah, in the last... In fact, against City, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't think that was very cool, him not shaking hands at the end. Oh, it wasn't, was it? So, come on. I mean, no, no one did anything wrong. I mean, no. yeah, you lost, but that's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's a game. Never beat your opponent. No. Yeah. No, it was thoroughly yeah, second best. Come on, a little handshake. Little Zola looked really disappointed, didn't they? I know, poor little Zola. Although the rumour is that happy. he's going to be taking over until the end of the season. That's been hinted at. Oh, wow, and they line up a decent replacement in the summer. Can we think of one for that, Zola? No, 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 
Is it young Megan? It may have been young Megan. <laughs> we hope it was young Megan. It was Annabelle. That was Annabelle. That was week four. That was week four. It was a toddler. It was a toddler. Oh, you said it was Megan. It was Megan. Yeah, yeah. Sanna over a Sorry, Megan. Sanna got eight points in a Bamiyang. Zero, yeah. He was ill. Didn't play. Megan knew. Yeah, crushed it. So this week, if the kids win again, it's going to be one point in it. So it's getting close. Who we got? Well, this week we've got Rafi, who, well, We'll play the clip and we'll go from there. For my captain this week. Yeah. Do yeah. I choose? Yeah. For my captain this week. No, you're not. You're five. Five. <laughs> right, Raffi. What's your Raffi? What's your name? Don't tell him, Pike. I'm. My name is called Raffi, and my nickname is called Waffa. Oh. Right, Raffi. I'm just going to ask you a question about football. Come in. What about if you had to choose between Paul Pogba or Lacazette? Who's Paul Pogba? Exactly. But who would you choose between Pogba and Lacazette? I don't know. Have a guess. Just just say one. Pogba or Lacazette? Lacazette. Good answer. Very good. Thank you. Oh, so there we go. Raffi, little voice. voice. I know, so cute. Yeah. I love the fact he gets his, like, his age wrong. Yeah. So Why yeah, not? thank you Raffi. Yeah, thank you. Big Lacazette. Uh, it's a good luck with that. Okay, home to Southampton. Yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the only thing is, he played. What did he play? Eighty-five minutes. I was out and got sent off. Yeah, but so he'll, he might be rested. He'll be suspended for European competition now. So yeah, that's true. Might they might play. Might so, play yeah. so that obviously refers to game week twenty-seven, and we won't we won't have one for game week twenty-eight. But there we go. Come on, the kids. Yeah. Come on, the kids. So, shall we look ahead to our double, 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 double two game weeks? They're yeah. very close together. Yeah. So. The, Sorry, go on, Rich. Go on, there's one interesting thing that could happen. We're still waiting for Mike Dean's 100th red card, aren't we? Are we? Oh, yeah, he exciting. was on 99 before last weekend, and everyone was waiting, talking about uh, different so colour cards. Been, name all 99 red cards he's given. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, well. I wonder who, I wonder who, who was the first? The most. Ooh, most or the, and the first. Could be a future Sarri or a future. Uh, well, listeners, Zola. there's your cue to get in oh, touch okay, on the yeah. socials, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter, uh, Instagram, all those. All the good ones. We are, so we're looking ahead to Game Week 27. We are, which yeah. Which is a week away from when we're recording, so some things may change. If anyone gets injured, we apologise. But it's, so it's Friday 22nd of Feb. It starts with Cardiff, Watford and West Ham, Fulham. Two Friday night games, a bit weird. That, is that the first time that's ever happened? It must be. Yeah, it must two be, Friday yeah. night games. Yeah. Very strange, because I thought the whole Friday night thing was for TV. Absolutely. And that, yeah, that is odd. And that's BT and Sky. No, they it. wouldn't have a clash. No, they couldn't. Yeah, they get the rights to the time, I think. But then that, it, it, does it must go... be something to do with the FA Cup. Or yeah, it must be a fixture. Thing. Those fixtures are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then it goes straight into Game Week 28, which starts on the Tuesday, and it's the Tuesday and Wednesday evening. So we're going to kind of cover both, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Because we will not have time in between the two to get another podcast together. Apologies. No chance. But that, so that 20s... West Ham Fulham looks fairly tasty, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, Fulham have got nothing to lose. Will they play like that for the first time this season? Well, they did it against Brighton, didn't they? That's about the only time. And then we've got the four teams missing on game week 27, haven't we? Which we mentioned before. Yeah. Everton, Chelsea, Man City, Brighton. Brighton. So avoid them, even though everyone's signed Aguero. Yeah, definitely avoid them. Are you, you two got a plan for that one? Are you gonna? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm keeping Aguero. So yeah, just fair enough. Him. Uh, I need to make. I need to make a call on the fact that I've got Wilson. Obviously, he's injured. I need to make a call on whether I just have ten players for that game week or and save my transfer or I just make a transfer and and like do a sacrifice I haven't quite worked it out yet yeah Rich um, you got a plan 
Uh, not yet. No. I've got Sane in my team, right. and I'm just because if I was going to transfer him out, I'd want to bring in Sterling, who I could afford to bring in. But it seems sort of silly to use my only transfer on that ahead of this. Yeah, yeah definitely don't do that this week. Um, so I, I think I might just roll it. But uh, yeah, I think I'll probably just roll it this week. Yeah. I've got three Wolves players, which I end up with, which is in the end of the world. They're on good form, and they are who are they playing? They're way of Bournemouth. So there's goals yeah. in that. Um, yeah, I've, I've only got nine players playing at the moment, so I've got two transfers, so I'm probably going to try and fill field 11 players. So yeah. I, Alonso's luscious locks are going. Uh, fair and enough. Cheapy defender, and I'll, I'll get someone in midfield. I might just copy everyone else and get Son. They're playing yeah. Burnley away. I can't afford Son at the moment, so I need to. That's why I think I'm going to field 10 this week. So, yeah, I mean, my team I'm looking at now is just Wilson that's the problem, everything else is okay. I'm getting uh, so Richarlison out as well. I think, I think if I, yeah, I just uh, hold off, then I can get Son in for the following week. I mean, if so I could sign. Game week 28, Spurs got? Spurs are playing. I think it's a big one. Oh, Chelsea away, yeah. So maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll hold off Son. I don't know. Do you have to worry about Chelsea at the moment? You know? I think, so I, I, think I read a stat that when it might just be this season, I don't know, but whenever Son has scored, Spurs have won. Wow. Including uh, the Dortmund game. Right. So, I mean, if I could. Sign song, I would sign yeah, song. Yeah, we're not allowed. Not allowed, duty yeah. bound. Rich's rules say that he's not, as a, as a staunch Arsenal fan, he's not allowed any Spurs players. What so. do you think Man United Liverpool will be very interesting on Sunday? Yeah. Two o'clock kickoff. That feels like a season defining game, doesn't I it? I agree. Because I think you, Liverpool lose that and momentum is entirely in City's court. Yeah. They are, I think then it's all over. Yeah. And similarly, I think for United Solskjaer losing in the week and if he loses the game against Liverpool it might yeah. Yeah, just be a bit of a wobble for arguably he's not had a testing Premier League game yet I guess did they beat they beat Spurs didn't they did they beat Spurs I can't even remember no they didn't no. that's a lie no. yeah, yeah they did, a, a while back they, they had a big game against someone and they won it they did, and that was their only big game did they win, I'm sure they beat Spurs 3-1 or something didn't they? Um, yeah I'm sure I don't know. Um, my memory is but yeah, two two losses on the spin is is testing times. I think he's good. I think he's good enough to bounce back. Yeah, no, I think. Oh, I don't know. It's um, the thing I think it's worth remembering about these game weeks where not every team plays. It's rare that anyone gets an outrageous score. Yeah, I mean, that's most true. Humidity, yeah. Most capped, uh, players, sorry. Managers get pretty average scores. So I wouldn't freak out too much if you haven't got. I don't think it's worth using a free hit or anything. No, I don't. It's, it's such a small amount of teams out of yeah. it. You can kind of muddle through and then save the free hit for the double game weeks. That's why I'm playing Steve. And then looking ahead to game week 28. Oh, yeah. Man United beat Spurs 1 0. Oh, there you go. Ah, uh, there you go. Game week 28, that's pretty. There could be a lot of goals there. Liverpool, Watford, Man City, West Ham. Finishing it on the Wednesday night. And then a lot of the, the sort of lower end of the table playing on the Tuesday night yeah that, that Cardiff-Everton game is fairly crucial for Silver isn't it yeah he's um, he's under a lot of pressure and Cardiff are doing alright yeah Cardiff are doing well um, if he loses that his job could be under threat I read uh, another stat I'm full of stats today uh, that since his first game in the competition in January 2017 the competition being the Premier League Marco Silva has seen his sides concede 35 goals via set pieces excluding penalties which is the most for Premier League in uh, manager of the season wow. so, okay. That's not good, is it? so Cardiff as well being a big bunch Sol yeah, Bamba yeah. could run riot couldn't he love Sol Bamba yeah he's a, he's a bit of a hero isn't good he good man yeah good player as well um, yeah yeah it's difficult yeah I think they're again midweek very unpredictable the last set of midweek fixtures were quite they were quite interesting there was a lot of goals there was a few upsets so Chelsea Spurs being the big one on Wednesday night and then yeah, I don't know. Liverpool, Watford, Watford are in good form. Yeah, and um, even Newcastle, they're on a bit of a run. And that's why I picked Lasalle. Yeah, their, their next few fixtures are alright. They've got a few decent games. Huddersfield, Burnley, and then West Ham. So, all very winnable. Yeah. I don't know where their goals regularly come from. Rondon's obviously a fairly popular choice, but their defence are pretty solid for budget options. Yeah, definitely. Before we get into, as you mentioned, stats, before we get into uh, the final Sarri reveal, I, uh, I remembered that I 
got a little stat attack for us. Awesome, yes. We like stat attacks. This is a new thing. Well, newish, right? Newish. Okay, laddie. Well, we can see from your results that you've, um, unfortunately, you've had a massive stat attack. Stat attack. Stat attack. So obviously we talked last week about Sergio Aguero getting, um, he was closing in on Shearer's 11 hat-trick record and uh, well he got it. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He inspired him. Um, so I was looking into Aguero a bit more and it turns out that Sergio Aguero's eight goals in 2019, so he scored eight in a month and a bit. Pretty Quite impressive. impressive. He's more than Brighton, Cardiff, Chelsea, Everton, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Southampton, Watford and West Ham have managed entirely. Wow, that's in, that is impressive. Like, that's pretty good. It's massive, isn't it? Uh, I had a couple of Aguero stats yes. as well. I love an Aguero stat. So he's, scored, he's now got 160 goals and 41 assists in 229 games, which is incredible. Goal every 107 minutes. Uh, he's on 15 hat-tricks in total, 11 in the Premier League. Uh, he's the fifth player to score consecutive hat-tricks in Premier League home games, last being Drogba in 2011. Um, and he has won one golden boot in 14-15, uh, three Premier League championships and five player of the month, but no individual awards. And this is a bit of a, a topic that's sort of done the rounds. Yeah. He's been scoring so consistently for so long. Yeah, yeah. What is it that hasn't really connected about Aguero? Because he's a sort of, well, I say interesting character, it's probably actually the lack of interest yeah. of his character that's the problem. In that uh, Manchester City documentary, he, um, he lives alone, he's sort of separated from his partner who lives in Argentina with his son. His two real friends are David De Gea and Nicholas Otamendi, and he spends a lot of time in his massive cinema room just watching mafia movies. <laughs> and I just, I just you know, the public doesn't really engage with someone. Yeah. You know, like, an yeah, Henri's really. a large and a life character, Shearer's a bit of a national hero. Shearer's English, that's the thing. Well, Henri was a character, that's exactly yeah. it. It's what you, like, you buy into the person as well as the player. Because that's the thing with all these, you know, you often get the polls of who, who are the best best ever Premier League stri you know, strikers, and you obviously yeah. always, it's always 4 4 2, isn't it? And people would always say Shearer on Henri, but Aguero has to be in there. He, he's so consistent. It's ridiculous. You know, he's married to Maradona's daughter. Yeah. So are, he's, are they still together? No, they're separated. Yeah, but his so. son. His son's. Yeah, 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 I mean, invest I, now. Yeah. I would have him on my bench. Any shadow of a doubt. a bench warmer for the yeah. next like 10 seasons. Well, yeah, Enzo. Like, I think uh, there's a few um, famous sons coming through now. Right. Remember, um, like, uh, Zidane's got two kids who are playing and starting to make more appearances really? now. And uh, remember Chiesa played for yeah. Uh, Italy Chiesa. and. Yeah, for he Federico. Chiesa. Fiorentino, yeah, yeah, maybe. But his son Enzo Chiesa is now. So I quite like that. You know, yeah. sort of the players you grew up with, and yeah. now they're son. I've always liked that. Sign of age. One when the, the, I don't particularly like Formula One, but yeah. the, you know, Kiko Rosberg turned into Nico Rosberg, and you know that's all David nice. Hill and Graham. We need a salary reveal, which. Yes. Okay, chap. So we're talking about Ravel Morrison. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've got, I've got, I've got an answer for this. Have you? Yeah. Awesome. So this is a guy who, who Rio Ferdinand described as one of the most talented kids he's ever seen play yeah. football. Yeah. Ferguson picks out from an early age. Now, so yeah, where where has he been? Now he's at Ostersunds. QPR. QPR. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. He was on loan at QPR in uh, 2014 and then again in 2017 speaking of West London did he play for Brentford? he didn't play for Brentford no do you want the rundown? yeah I, I mean I won so I don't I mean, yeah you're fine so so he left he left United went to West Ham he spent time on loan from West Ham at Birmingham QPR Cardiff he was then without a club for a period bizarrely Lazio picked him up in July 2015 where he stayed for a while went back on loan to QPR he sent some time in Atlas of uh, Mexico back to Lazio then he was released and picked up by Ostersunds so he's travelled the world he's travelled the world where did he go wrong what happened um, it was all to do with attitude apparently yeah, yeah. yeah but he just was a who was his manager at the time at, uh, at West Ham uh, the first one oh good question would it be 
in Rhoda, or am I just no, saying no, that? No, 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 not Rhoda. It was before Village, I think, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Pardew, maybe. It was probably Pardew yeah. and Village. Yeah. And I think I think Pardew just didn't take kindly to him, and I think he, I think he was a bit of an idiot, wasn't he? Because I recall it was, it all just went a bit. Yeah, because he had some outstanding games. Like, yeah, he had like six months where it was brilliant. He basically had that first half of the season where it was amazing, and then they sent him out on loan, and it was like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. Weird. it's not a ringing endorsement yeah, talent, is it? It's sad, it's, and there's, there's, there's been some players like that, and they were like, I remember who it was like, a, a Man City player who was really talented, and, and then he's now an estate agent, he's only 27 or something, and he's literally like retired and just yeah, runs an estate agent. Which is a, a fine, a fine, absolutely. Business, no, but, but when you're no. picked out from an early age yeah, and outstanding just, sportsman, yeah, it seems strange. Uh, 27 yeah, to be flogging properties. Did Michael Bridges actually succeed? I can't remember. I know, listeners, please yeah. get in touch with that. There is one other thing we have to reveal, and that is the second part oh, yes. of yeah. William yeah. Nichols' yeah. Is, uh, birthday present. So I'm going to reach into the bag of tricks. Uh, You'll notice the wrapping paper is not spectacular. Jamie Vardy, my story. <laughs> oh, yes. Fantastic. Oh, it's just cocktail recipes. The, the quotes on the front are truly inspirational. The sum. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. From nowhere, my story, <laughs> Jamie Vardy. Look at that. So you can give us some choice cuts from that. Oh, there's a lovely shot of him on the back. Yeah. Hands in pockets, legs crossed, leaning against the wall. White, white t-shirt, yeah. jeans, white really, trainers. Really disgusting <laughs> jeans. <laughs> really <laughs> awful. Look at those jeans. Have you seen the detail on those? Ah, oh, Jamie, you've got the money. You might as well spend this. So we should flag that it is now coming to a point where James, whoever James is, has booked his table at this club and we are <laughs> basically about to be bombarded it's by of, people he's doomed it will only fit three people yeah James you'll never get 50 around this so good luck James I think it's, you've got very thing for as uh, that song goes it's time to say goodbye it's, it is I think yeah. so thank you for listening everyone um, join us and wishing Will a happy birthday yes yeah, and please. we will be back after game yeah. week 28 wow sometime before the end of Feb beginning of March may your arrows be green yes yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Please um, rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross.